Are you procrastinating making videos for your real estate practice? Well, don't worry, you're not alone, but we're gonna get you past that today with Kim Ritberg. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Hello, Keeping It Real listeners. I'm so excited to be back. I get so many great notes from you, and I feel like now I have a lot of new friends across the country. I actually do have new friends. So keep dropping me notes on Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever you're at, Facebook, I want to see how you're taking my tips and actually using them. Today, I wanted to talk about three things that you can do right now to start showing up on video. So to reintroduce myself, I'm Kim Ritberg. I'm an award-winning video producer. I spent the first 10 years of my career as a TV news producer. So writing, scripting, training people to be better on camera. I then took that experience to launch the digital video unit for Us Weekly, which led to a $100 million sale. And then I worked in branded content at Netflix and PopSugar. Now I run my own business where I help real estate agents and business owners grow their leads, their income, and their credibility through video and podcast, which is why I'm here. Um, I've been featured in Fast Company and Business Insider, and I speak across national stages. I was at the Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Convention in Vegas this year. Maybe you saw me there. Anyway, I'm very friendly, so make sure to connect with me on Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever, and you can grab my free tips um, in the show notes. Today, I really wanted to talk about not showing up on video. One of the major things I'm seeing with my real estate agents, coast to coast, California, Ohio, Hawaii, Nebraska, wherever, is that struggle to just get on video. So it's not even at the point where like, oh, what's the strategy? What should I do? It's getting yourself on video. And I'm seeing that that is a hurdle that we need to overcome. I want to back up by saying you don't need to be anything more than you. We're all great, especially in an industry like real estate. You're talking to people every single day. So you have a great personality, you know what you're doing. It's not that you're shy or it's not that you're an introvert. Day in and day out, you talk to people. So already we are ahead of the curve in terms of comfort with people and comfort with showing up. And now it's about transferring that to the camera. So first, uh, before I even keep going, I wanna mention, I am doing a one-time only, I've never done this before. I mean, I've done this before, but not for real estate agents. I am doing a shoot day in New York City, meaning you fly to New York City, I film 12 videos for you with a professional filmmaker, professional editor, and I coach you on camera. So I direct you to put you super at ease. We have professional hair and makeup. It's going to be so fun. So we're going to have a New York City shoot day plus dinner 
and it's going to be great. So if you're interested, make sure to reach out to me and tell me you heard me on Keeping It Real. I'm offering a great discount just for Keeping It Real discounts, just for Keeping It Real listeners. And the reason why I'm offering this is because I think so many of my agents and business owners too really struggle with just doing it, just doing it. And so that's why I set up this shoot day. I want to really lower that hurdle lower the barrier to just showing up and getting there. And you can absolutely can grow your can grow your business successfully with just your iPhone. Sometimes it's helpful to have an award-winning video director coaching you, you know, giving you the confidence to speak comfortably, to show up authentically. So that's why I'm doing this one time only New York City shoot day. You do not need to live in New York City, of course. Fly in, do the shoot day, get your hair and makeup, join me for dinner. It's going to be really fun and then you get it all delivered. You basically don't have to do a thing. So I wanted to mention that. And now I want to get back to the things that you can do today to grow your business, to get yourself on video. So number one, have a friend or a family member interview you. So when we need to show up on camera, often we're like holding up our phone. Where's my phone? Often we're holding up our phone and we're like, oh my God, I feel so uncomfortable talking to a weird metal object. Okay. So when you're just first starting out, I recommend having someone you know ask you questions. Why is that easier? We're all used to conversations. That's not a barrier, obviously, especially for real estate agents. You talk to people all day long. You are great talkers. You have great personalities. That is a little easier to be putting yourself on video. So here's how you do it. You get a little tripod or not, or you just hold the phone. Your family or friend holds up the phone and asks you, just start with three questions. One is what's something you get asked all the time. Two can be, what do you do and why do you love it? And that's a way to show a little bit of your humanity. Um, And you can also feature like a fun fact. So a fun fact is always good to insert because someone knows how to talk to you. They're not necessarily always going to comment on your social media video with like, hmm, condos are interesting or like, hmm, new developments are interesting. But if you talk about that you use a skateboard, or that you love football, that gets a conversation going that more people can participate in. So again, have them ask you questions. One could be something you get asked a lot. The second can be about why you do what you do and what you you do, what area you represent. And then the third can be something else that's really fun. Maybe it's a tip to buyers or a tip for sellers. So that's my first advice is get on camera with a conversational Q&A your family or friend is right behind the camera and you're in front of it. If you're posting to Instagram or TikTok, film it vertically. That's also for YouTube shorts. All right, my second tip to get over that hurdle of getting on camera is be a guest on someone else's video. Don't always need to buy the Ferrari to sit in it. You can take a seat in someone else's Ferrari. So they drive the conversation. Again, we're talking about you are trying to Jump over the hump of getting yourself on camera, right? That's the truth. It's easier to be interviewed. You can guide them with what questions you want to highlight, but you can show up and just answer questions. You're still going to want to prep. You're going to want to always prep before you're on camera. Feel good about yourself. Have some water nearby. Smile. Be full of energy. But it's a a lot easier to show up for someone else's video than to schedule it yourself or shoot it yourself by yourself. So my second advice is show up for someone else's video. And ask someone. So ask someone in your referral network. Maybe it's a vendor you work with a lot. Maybe it's a mortgage broker or a lawyer. Maybe they're more comfortable filming videos and they can interview you. The third way that you can start showing up is through 
disappearing content like Instagram stories, Facebook stories, content like that that only lasts a certain amount of time. The reason why this is a great way to connect with people is uh, twofold, maybe threefold, twofold. So number one, they disappear in 24 hours. So when you're feeling a little bit stressed about, you know, how am I appearing? How am I showing up? It lowers that stress level a little bit because it's going away in a day. Uh, remember, nothing's like deleted forever. So be careful. Don't do anything NSFW, not safe for work. But the Instagram stories do disappear. And the reason I love Instagram stories, Facebook stories is that they really give that connection. So let's say my reels are always very um, time to music and they have lots of graphics and it's great, it's great content, but people wanna get to know you. And if you're filming more of re more real content, authentic content of you on site, maybe in your house just prepping for your day, it's letting people get to know you and everyone's interested in other people's lives, no matter how boring you think your life is. Um, Another thing I love about stories is they have these built-in engagement mechanisms. So when we're talking about an engagement mechanism, meaning they can encourage people to interact with you. Now, why is interaction important? That's what you want. If you envision social media as like a digital coffee shop, you want to be in the coffee shop. You want people to see you. You also want them to walk over and say hi. So when someone's responding to something that you're posting on Instagram stories, that is engagement. Obviously it's great. It's like a potential lead coming over and talking to you. On top of that, the algorithm in social media likes when you get engagement. It says, hmm, this is a person who people like to see the content of. Let's put more of their content out there. So it will promote you. So the robots and the humans like interactive content. So here's a couple ways that you could do this. So you could put a poll. So you could put a poll on your content. So let's say it's the morning and you are getting ready for your day and you're talking about coffee. Uh, you're getting your coffee ready. You're making your coffee. You say, I love drinking a cappuccino every single day. Uh, a lot of people don't like making fancy coffee. Do you drink fancy coffee or regular coffee? Or you could say, do you drink tea or coffee? And in the poll, you could just have the coffee or tea or fancy coffee or regular coffee. A very easy way for people to interact with you. So you're not asking them, you know, what's your favorite uh, uh, chemis chemical compound? <laughs> I don't even know the words. <laughs> you're not asking someone their favorite chemical compound. You're asking something that's like on the tip of their tongue. So that is a really good way, low stress, low effort, low barrier way to start getting yourself on camera. And you know, I want to re return back to something I mentioned earlier about connecting with people and about sharing more with yourself. So one of the things I'm seeing for my group coaching agents and my one-on-one -on -one agents is the more they're bringing themselves to video, the more success they're having. So for example, if you love to dance and you go to dance class, one of my agents does this actually, she, she loves dancing. You go to dance class, um, maybe you support the arts in your area, bring that in. Because a lot of times we think of social media as like sell, 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 platform for advertising. Well, when you're in a relationship-based business like real estate, you're just trying to build that relationship. Like, yes, obviously you want people to buy from you, but as soon as you're selling, you're losing. As soon as you're selling, you're losing. You have to think of it as a way to build that relationship with every single person who hearts your post. If you get five hearts or 50 hearts, those are individual people who saw your post and liked it. You should go back in and connect with those people. 
go to their feed, comment on a post of theirs. So remember that it is a way to engage with them. So again, what I just said is when you see a post of yours and a bunch of people put a heart on it and they liked it, go to those people's feeds, look at some of their content and don't just heart it. Add a thoughtful comment like, let's say um, it's, it's, it's someone that you know from the area and you can post a comment with a question in that. And as you're doing that, oh, look, I have a visitor, my daughter, but I'm going to continue recording because even though my daughter visited, we never break. We never break. Um, and so a part of that, when you're talking about engagement, is putting in and dropping in a comment, not just the thumbs up or the heart. And the reason why that's important is because the heart doesn't do much to build that relationship. You really want to start a conversation and you want to bring your opinions and your thoughts. Now, talking about fun facts and things like that, I have seen this from my agent clients. I have seen this for myself. If I'm talking about video and marketing on camera all day long, sometimes people comment and engage, but a lot of times it's the more personal stuff that people feel connected to or they feel like they can then talk to you about. So one thing I always mention, not always, I try to switch it up, but I hate olives. It's a very like simple, weird thing, but apparently everyone loves olives and thinks I'm like a homicidal maniac for hating olives. So I try to incorporate that into uh, like the bottom of a caption or into a video or somewhere so that let's say no one's going to comment on the video marketing details. No one's going to comment on my on-camera coaching video on specifically the on-camera work, but maybe they're going to comment on the fact that I hate olives and like, does that mean you don't drink martinis? Does that mean that you also hate uh, pita bread? I love pita bread for the record. But anyway, the point is putting in fun facts allows people to start a conversation with you. It gives them the green light to say, hey, Kim has a sense of humor. Kim has um, opinions. Like, let's see how she reacts. And again, it can be the same way with sports. Everyone loves talking about sports, right? People love talking about, you know, your favorite travel spots. Um, People love talking about books or music. So if you drop that in there, for example, I've seen someone say like, I love ACDC or I love the Beastie Boys or I love Beyonce. That then gives me a hook to say, oh, Single Ladies is the song I dance to um, when we're having a dance party. Things like that. Things that are unrelated to work. But again, you're building that relationship for work. So I just think those are really important factors to think about as you are building up your content. Remember, your content is to build those relationships. So again, I'm going to go back to what we talked about and I'm going to add in a couple more details about the three things you can do today to start showing up on video. I forgot to mention earlier, because I got so much amazing support from the Keeping It Real audience, I decided to put online a class that I've only taught live but now you can get it no matter if you're busy and we can't connect our schedules. Um, it's called From Camera Shy to Camera Shine. This is what I taught my Berkshire Hathaway Home Services National Convention agents. And it is an amazing course that gives you all of the things you need to show up confidently on camera, plus a 10-day challenge to make you accountable. So it's a really, really great course and you get 40% off if you're keeping it real listener. So. All right, so we are talking about getting yourself on camera and getting yourself on camera easily. I wanted to be honest right now and say, my daughter came in and interrupted this recording, so you might've heard some sounds, but I do want you to notice that I didn't make a big thing of it. So the same thing with fit filming. Sometimes you flub a word or you need to take a second take. It's not a big deal, it's okay. Even the professionals do it. Um, And I wanted to reiterate a few things about easy ways to show up on camera. So first of all, we were talking about the conversational method. So 
doing Q&A with somebody and that person can be off camera, meaning they're behind the camera and you're talking straight to them. So you're looking at the camera, but their eyes are like right behind the camera lens. Again, we care about that eye line because eye lines break the connection. So if we're looking at the eye line, the person thinks we're talking to them. And if we're looking below the eye line, you lose that connection. So it's important to keep that eye line. But the most important thing is that it's conversational. We're always trying to show up as ourselves. We're always trying to be authentic. And remember, we're not authentic when that camera light comes on. Without a lot of practice, it takes a while. So now I have a weekly podcast. I show up all the time on social, but when I started showing up, I was frozen. I was stiff. And it just takes practice. You can read every book on fitness that you want, but you need to go to the gym. And I was a little tough, but sweet with one of my agents recently. She was saying that she really enjoyed my lesson. We were in the middle of a, a boot camp. And she really enjoyed the lesson about studying other people's videos, when to stop a video, like when's the right time to end a video. And I said, great, that's so great you learned that. I haven't seen you showing up. You can read, read, read all you want about showing up on camera, but you need to show up. It's a muscle just like every other thing. So I cannot stress enough, no one feels they're ready. Everyone hates their videos, everyone hates their voice, everyone hates how they look on camera. The first time's hard, the third time's hard. The fifth time's easier, the 10th time's easier, and it will get better. But you, you can't just keep practicing by reading. You can only practice by doing. It is a muscle. Your mouth is a muscle. So that's a really, really important thing to remember. So um, a few action items. So I'm going to reiterate. I'm going to remind you about my New York City shoot day if people are interested. That is on June 1st. But message me ASAP. I only have a few spots. I normally only do this for huge brands. I'm doing it for business owners and agents at a discounted price for keeping it real listeners. So make sure to message me. You show up. I coach you on camera. I make you super confident. I write the scripts. My award-winning filmmaker films you and a professional editor edits your videos. It's going to be amazing. And then we're going to celebrate with dinner in New York City, which is going to be really fun. Um, that's really fun. And then you can also buy my Camera Shy to Camera Shine on camera course. Uh, again, special discount only for my Keeping It Real friends because I love you guys. You're the best. Um, and remember, follow me on Instagram. Connect with me at Kim Ritberg. And I'll, I'll, you know, connect with you and I'll keep in touch with you. And tag me when you do these things because you can show up and you can do it. It will grow your leads. It will grow your clients. It will grow your confidence because you're going to be proud of yourself. Like I did the thing. I remember when I finally launched my podcast, I was like, Kim, you did the thing. So every step is a great step. We have to crawl before we walk. So start showing up and tag me in your videos. And maybe I'll see you on June 1st. Maybe you'll buy my camera shy to camera shine class. But regardless, we're going to be friends on Instagram. So at Kim Ripper, I will see you then.